Hello and welcome to your daily dose of commentary. Today we start with the topic, is YouTube finally cracking down on reaction content? You guys may have heard of a handful of people being demonetized recently. People who do reaction content. So for example, I've talked about this Mr. Lloyd Reacts guy. He talks about how he's released 4,000 videos and he can't believe that YouTube has demonetized him. Like he's released 4,000 videos in two years. Like some creators might only release like 100 videos in their entire like lifetime as being a creator. This man has 4,000 videos in two years. Why? Because he's a reactor. Every thumbnail just Original thumbnail, his face next to it. The least creative garbage imaginable. Now, people have asked me, do you think this is YouTube cracking down on reaction content? And I don't think it is. The reason why I think these channels are getting demonetized is because of stuff like this. This is now privated. Oh, uh, the picture disappeared, why? He might be talking to YouTube and he may have figured this out. So all it was, was there was a TikTok on one side or someone else was short. It was titled, things you should never do to your wife. And so it was just this Mr. Lloyd guy. He was like, oh. And that's it. Oh, this is the picture. So this is what it looked like. It was just him on the side with the original person's clip, how to get an instant divorce. And he adds nothing to this. And so he had dozens upon dozens of these shorts where it was just him re-uploading someone else's short with him to the side making some faces. While I don't think YouTube is cracking down on the sort of reaction content that I'm against, which is people sitting on live stream and pausing occasionally and talking, that is not what YouTube seems to have an interest in. If, if this is a trend, what they're trying to combat is people who add nothing to what they're re-uploading, right? And so this dude saying that uh, he's been demonetized, it's possible that once he speaks to YouTube, yeah, he's, gonna, he's just gonna remove all his shorts and they'll put him back in the program. Because there used to be hundreds upon hundreds of shorts here. But he's clearly private them all. And so, yeah, I guess from what I've seen, it makes sense that YouTube is cracking down on non-transformative shorts in the way of um, Jason Derulo, like we talked about in the previous ramble. But even then, I think they would just let them back in the creator program the nanosecond they remove all this stuff, right? So is this a good development? Yes. Is it particularly significant to my interests? No. The never-ending hype for GTA 6. So as you know, a few days ago, I tweeted out this idea of Rockstar being under heavy pressure to release GTA 6. That's, that's not a recent thing. Like people have been speculating about GTA 6 for so goddamn long, trying to make connections about when it's going to release. Like, oh, it's going to be any day now. People have been speculating about GTA 6 since the second GTA 5 released. And coincidentally, like I doubt I inspired it, but uh, Video Game Donkey released a video simply titled The 10 Year Wait for GTA 6. And this is just a mashup of a variety of different clips of people speculating about GTA 6's release and all the insane levels of like conspiracies like, oh, this has a, this door in GTA 5 has 2021 on it. It's gonna release 2021 guys, come on. That obviously we've all been aware of to some degree for all this time. Funny video, highly recommend watching it. Obviously as a person who doesn't watch a lot of these clickbait GTA 6 channels, I don't hear a lot of these conspiracies. Uh, at least I didn't back then, I hear more about them now. I will say though, like you guys know how critical I am in regards to uh, people using other people's content from React content, right? And one thing that was largely absent from my criticism of reaction content was specifically talking about how clips can be used of other people's stuff to create original works. Because as Video Game Donkey shows here, like his voice isn't used in this video at all. He 
has recorded none of this footage himself, and yet what he has created is obviously an original work, a transformative work, an interesting thing, you know, that achieves a different purpose that the original footage wasn't trying to achieve. And this is what I mean when I say that I, I don't like to make broad statements about how people can use clips, because things like this can be made that are clearly wonderful and amazing. I found it very insulting when I started my commentary on reaction content, where like Ludwig would be like, <laughs> This guy, Dark Viper AU, criticizing people like sitting around watching YouTube videos, and he uses 15 seconds of someone else's song at the end of his videos. As if that was a serious point, right? Dark Viper, for his outros, just uses. Be sure to like and subscribe. Also, leave a comment if you Kingdom have Hearts something music. on your mind. My feed gives them to me from all over my channel. Which is like, whatever. I don't give a fuck. I like music all the time, but clearly he's using that song because it's probably not going to be copyright claimed. It's why I use video game music. It's just as illegal as using Ariana Grande's new song, but they don't claim it. But that's okay. Even though that took probably weeks, maybe even months of work for the studio to create, it's okay to take that. What's not okay is to take from, from creators. I don't care. I don't care about being an arbiter of justice. The usage of 15 seconds of a cover of a song that came out 20 years ago is not a substitute for the original. I am obviously not against using another person's work to create something original and distinct, else I couldn't respond to your video without being a hypocrite. As if my entire body of work doesn't communicate that I'm perfectly fine with people using other people's work, as long as they're using it in a way that is uh, fair, transformative, all that jazz. But yeah, to wrap this up, cool video by Dunkey. He makes interesting stuff. I'm sure you guys know of him. Check out the video. Kick's Twitter account only has one joke. If you see the Kick account around, you've probably heard this one before. They had a banging joke on Twitter. Want to hear something really scary? Only getting 50% of your sub revenue. <laughs> when you're in your growth phase, you can obviously give people more money than is sustainable. The only way Kick would be able to keep a 95-5 split is if they were able to get a lot of money from creating problem gamblers, which is obviously not an improvement over Twitch's 50-50 split. Although it is 70-30 for most people up until $100,000, all that jazz is confusing. But they've made this joke kick like hundreds of times. It's become like a meme how much the kick Twitter account, all they talk about is Twitch. It's like that, that ex who just can't shut up about their previous partner. So I said, and I thought I was repetitive with my jokes. God damn. And I put that very famous meme where it's the crow going, cock, cock, cock. And a dude from the audience yelling, boo, get better material. Crow looking scared and then shows cue cards, cock, 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 Because he only got one thing. Crow just goes, cock. That's the joke. With that being said, though, I hope it doesn't annoy people who are watching the video that I describe everything that is on screen. For the audio listeners there's only probably a couple of hundred of them i do have this rambles thing on every podcast platform this is the reason why some youtube videos lead to more engagements so i watched this video by game theory game theory why youtube feels boring obviously i won't talk about everything that's in the video but one of the main points that they brought up was how a lot of the biggest videos on youtube do this thing where like they ultimately create a video that could be seen as a compilation of tiktoks where you know on tiktok you're watching a minute ish minute-ish, minute-ish of engaging stuff that instantly changes something else, get that dopamine up. The biggest content creators on YouTube kind of just done that, but with YouTube videos. So every minute or two, it'll change something new, a new product, a new thing, a new jump cut of like, oh, we're doing something cool now, let's, let's keep engaged. And while I was aware to a degree that this is how people worked, I never thought about it in terms of it kind of being 
a compilation of TikToks. I thought that way of phrasing things was very interesting, but it also made me reflect on that that's kind of why chaos works, or at least, and, and works to some degree, where every minute is a new thing happening. Oh, what are you gonna see? What's gonna happen, you know? It's an easy way to keep variability and to keep engagement because you never know what's going to happen next. Although I think when we started to have on the screen the voting, it became less engaging because people could predict kind of what was coming up next. And if the f effect that was coming up next wasn't something that you wanted to, to have happen or that you weren't interested in, it's kind of a break for you to now leave the video. When it was entirely random and there was nothing on the screen or like with my distance chaos mod that is going on right now. Oh. Um, pressing F. Maybe I'll live. You gotta keep you gotta keep watching. You're not gonna find out. I hadn't really thought about it in those terms before, but seeing this video by the game theorists, I think it really helped Chaos grow big, you know? Hassan, for the millionth time, shows that he is a terrible human being. So as you guys likely know, I greatly dislike Hassan. I consider him to be entirely disingenuous, and I have no idea to what extent he actually believes some of the things he says, but he certainly doesn't live those beliefs, right? I consider him to be, at least to some degree, a grifter, more caring of his own power and influence than anything else. Certainly, as with anyone who wants power and influence, there can be other things they're concerned about, but they're, 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 other things are down on the list for Hassan Parker, as far as I'm concerned. Consequently, people know this about my beliefs, and so they'll send me stuff when people make videos shitting on Hassan, and I'll watch them, and uh, they're usually pretty funny, because Hassan is a bad person, so he does a lot of bad stuff, and so you can make like multiple hour-long compilations of him saying the most terrible things and treating his viewers like absolute garbage. As we talked about with XQC, when you're big, and if you're willing to do unethical things like Hassan does with his various business practices, of course you can keep yourself in the limelight forever. Especially if you're willing to milk tragedies as Hassan is willing to. You know, the instant news coverage of every single possible thing going on in the world, doesn't matter how how much is known about what's going on, breaking news instantly has Hassan Piker right there spouting absolute confidence about what's going on, even if no one else will make such statements because everyone else, well, most other people have a little bit of respect, will not claim certainty where there is none. Hassan Piker, not that way. So, Willie Mac Show released a video, a person who, politically, he and I likely don't drive very well. But he tweeted this out, Hassan is the worst political streamer. His news coverage from Karl Rittenhouse to Ukraine to Israel has been nothing short of embarrassment. Speaking as if he's some sort of missile expert. And when he's proven wrong, does he correct the record? No, he never does. He doubles down. Content theft, hypocrisy, lies, this is Hassan Piker. It's an hour long, so you know, you got the time. It's just called Hassan, the worst political streamer, wrong about everything. Not sure I think it's a very good title, but you want to check that out, feel free. My statement on this video is like this. The effort to get so many different sources of footage for this is impressive, especially as Hassan being an awful person and terrible political commentator is readily apparent to anyone who isn't willfully ignorant. Too big to fail and held up by his exploitative business practices, but respect the effort. It's an hour long video. It would be impossible for me to agree with literally every single thing in the video or to be knowledgeable enough to say with absolute certainty that every single criticism is, is valid. But those I am aware of in the video are correct. Just to be clear, I'm not making political statements about stuff necessarily. But these tweets, I always get whenever Hassan comes up because he's a bad person. So he cultivates a lot of bad people in his audience as well. Tyler Person says, Oh, what the fuck ever. No one even knows who you are, dude. Not to mention it's interesting how so many people want to attack a Turkish commentator pushing for social justice and progressive ideology. It just comes across as jealousy laced with Islamophobia. That, that a lot of words. <laughs> God damn. But yeah, interesting video. 
Hassan Piker once more for the millionth time confirmed to be a completely terrible human being. But don't worry, he's got a lot of money, so I'm sure he will buy back a lot of public esteem from people with all the money he's stolen from countless thousands of people with his fucking exploited business practices. Because that's the world we live in! Doesn't matter how power and wealth is achieved, as long as it is achieved, that's all that matters. Twitter has introduced some paid tiers. Did you guys see that apparently there's going to be different tiers for Twitter? Twitter just introduced Premium Plus and Basic to the paid tiers. Basic is $3 a month. Premium is $8 a month. Premium Plus is $16 a month. Who out there is like, paying for Twitter, I really want to. Like I really, really do, but like $8 a month? Nah, it's too rich for my blood. Wait, 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 $3 a month? Hell yeah. $5 less a month? Let's go. <laughs> There can't be that many people like that. But what do you get for doubling the money? You can edit posts. You can already do that, right? Longer posts. If you have a post that's too long that people have to click show more, it already seems to do worse on Twitter. I don't know. Undo post. Wait, did they remove the ability to undo posts from premium tier? Because I noticed I can't do it anymore. Like when I post now, it no longer says like, you've got X amount of time to undo this post. So they probably removed it and put it in premium plus. Post longer videos. Who Who is posting long videos to the platform to begin with? Top articles. What? Reader. What? Background video playback. Who is watching videos on Twitter? Download videos. Who cares about videos on Twitter? No ads in for you and following. The idea that I'm paying eight bucks a month and I'm still having to see ads is fucking insane. Largest reply boost. Absolutely, dude. Because that's what we need on Twitter. We just need it to be the more money that you pay, the more money you get seen. It, it, it just makes the best content, understand? Twitter is so trash, can you move the blue sky? I am a content creator. My job is social media. I will be where the people are. Twitter, despite being really fucking dumb, is still the best microblogging site that exists. Despite Elon Musk not understanding that it's a microblogging site and trying to make it literally everything else. There are two types of bots that I see frequently on Twitter. One. If you mention any account issue, fucking any account issue, the bots will be like, hey, you know what? I lost my account too, but someone's still on Instagram, they helped me get it back. You DM the, this guy on Instagram, he gets your account back, no worries. And you look at their account and it's just like hundreds of this post. And I'm like, how does an algorithm not pick up someone's posting the exact same message thousands of times? And then there's like multiple accounts doing the exact same message. How does an algorithm not pick that up? The other one is there are bots that go and like, like all the popular posts on the platform. And they have like attractive women and like one attractive picture of a woman in, in on their page and like some link to an OnlyFans or, or some CD, CD account or whatever. The reason I see these is because like my old giveaways that have a lot of engagement on them that no one in their right mind would ever engage with because the giveaways are over will continuously get these fucking bots clicking on them and liking them and shit because they're popular posts, you know? I had bots spam my DMs asking if I could commission them for art as soon as I mention anything about art in posts. Are those bots? It means people who do AI arts and they're just, they got a bot who just spams anyone who mentions anything to do with art. And so you commission them and they just type something into an AI generator and give that to you, right? That's possible. But yeah, I've seen accounts that auto responds to anyone talking about art or whatever. But that could be legitimate people who are just trying to use bots to get commissions. Answering your most interesting questions. 
Do you think Rockstar will include references or even cameos to popular GTA content creators in GTA 6? I think that'd be like too real for them, you know what I'm saying? It wouldn't surprise me if they had something mocking the never-ending hype for something. Like they'd have a Mr. Boss for the win character, like just busting out every conspiracy theory under the sun. Why stream on YouTube too? It was a downside just streaming on YouTube because my audience was either slightly less or about the same as Twitch, but it was more of a pain in the ass to stream there. And there wasn't Prime and gifted subs and all that jazz. But when I can do both, it's effectively no downside. It's just the people who won't watch me on Twitch will now watch me on YouTube. Ever thought about collabs with VTubers? There are a bunch of Aussie ones. As a person who's never gotten super involved in the world of VTubing, I do think it looks kind of cool for me from an outsider perspective. If I happen to know a VTuber, sure, collabing with them would be a, th a thing, I guess, but there's no specific reason to collab with VTubers over anyone else. If you know of a VTuber who would be good at GTA Guesser, let's, let's go. I did an oopsie. Going to bed did not go as intended when I found the chat GPS video. BTW, what's it like for you to watch the chat GPS footage? I'll be honest with you, I don't watch it. <laughs> I just think it'd be too awkward. <laughs> Yellow pad edits it, and uh, I just can't imagine how cringe it would be to edit that myself. <laughs> Turn right and climb. Turn right, climb. Jump. Jump. This game needs more sounds to indicate if you've jumped. Again. Jump. Climb. Climb. I heard climbing. Oh, we did it! Long last, I can shoot this asshole. Die, you fool! If I didn't end up being my own editor, I'd probably not watch my own vids either. I'd feel so cringe. No, I honestly like my content. And I I find my content hilarious. And I enjoy, generally speaking, the process of editing. It just, that that in particular feels kind of cringe, right? It's the, it's the type of content, not the, uh, not that it is my content, you know? I thought about doing an iceberg about GT5 glitches. I know it's pretty redundant, but it's a different format. A lot of people would love to watch that. It is ridiculous how just the changing of a format or presentation of something can make it ridiculously popular. The only one of my top 10 videos of all time that came out in the last year is this video here. Let me ruin GT5 story for you. Every way to break the plot. Glitches and facts compilation. The thumbnail is good. It's got 3.1 million views in seven months. All it is, is a compilation of a particular type of glitch from my series. A few of them have done well, some of them less so. I probably would have made more if, well, I got kind of sick. But also, it was harder to think of specific ideas of facts and glitches that worked well together in a compilation. How have you found uploading less? Has it affected your overall viewership? I remember when you would almost upload daily. I did upload daily, but the, like every second day was just a ramble, which was a cobbled together compilation of me talking about stuff from stream that was edited but lightly edited the rambles channel rambles videos now are way better edited than they ever were on the main channel because a substantial amount of my viewership comes from my older videos the degree to which not uploading can impact my month-to-month -month viewership is limited to a degree like i like to maintain 10 million view average per month not including shorts and i'm not hitting that currently i'm at like 8.6 how many videos have i uploaded in the last month so I uploaded 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. So it's only slightly less than what I want. Like I, I want to do a video every two days. 
on the main channel. And if I had done that, then I would have hit that 10 million average. I think the views are getting closer to what they were in the main channel. I still vaguely remember them like averaging 40, 50K. Do I still have my railgun? I do. Hi chat. It's my Grief for Jesus cosplay, made for like the minimum amount of money possible. Why do you always wear the same stuff? The same reason that cartoon characters always wear the same stuff. It uh, lowers the budget. <laughs> it's cheaper. I only have one tier and it's free. You just have to click the subscribe button. Thank you for watching and I wish you all the best.